Shock advised. Expand your brand. Stand clear. Push to shock. All right, welcome to another mini-soda of Expand Your Brand with the lovely Miss Lexi Upeggy, Digital Marketing Manager for Daredevil Production. Hello, Lexi. Hello. How are you doing today? So good. How are you? So, I'm doing good. Good. Um, all right, what kind of what kind of moves are we going to make today? What kind of knowledge are we going to disseminate to the masses? Wow. Um, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about content that you should post before trying to sell something. So awesome. This is kind of a fatal error that I have seen with my friends and bands and stuff like that. They uh, just push, push, push their album or their single or whatever it is that they're marketing at the moment, and there's you know no relationship built beforehand. Yeah, and let's um, let's set up a little groundwork before we get into this. So uh, a great book that you should read is by Gary Vaynerchuk. If you don't follow Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary, also known as Gary V, he's got a YouTube channel. Um, he has uh, a ton of content online. He's an extremely successful digital marketer and uh, and marketer. He's he, he's a really good guy to keep your to learn from, right? You want to be in his group because you're going to learn a bunch of different stuff from him. But his first book, I think it's his first book that he came out with, is called Jab, 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 Right Hook. Because you've got to give, 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 and then it's the call to action. So let's even amend what you said before you sell something, before there's a call to action. Before you want them to do something for you. Whether that could be a download a free song or Mm -hmm. uh, come to the show or whatever. But you need to have some value for them because, as we discussed on the podcast before, it's um, it is it's a it's a one-on-one thing that you're dealing with. This is the kind of relationship that you're dealing with, and so what's most important to somebody who doesn't know you is do they feel like you care about them? Is there something in it for them? And that's what you're about to dive into right now is to create content that 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 you want to have at least two or three posts before you try to. Sell. Right. Or, or do a call to action. Okay, so go. Yeah, okay. So one of the types of content that you want to make sure is in your um, music pages is entertaining con- content. What I mean that by that is humor or cool videos that you found or like, you know, maybe you love to bake and they have those baking videos where they're like, add two eggs and then they show the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, why are those so hypnotizing? Like, I watch everyone. I don't even really bake, but I watch them all. Like, I just get drawn in. I can't help it. I know, because I like food. You like food. We're both foodies. And uh, I think, like, oh, I should bookmark that because yeah, I'll make I'm that. I'm totally going to make that. I don't Never ever do it, make it. But I'm like, oh, that looks good. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, entertaining content that you would want you know, to see on your news feed. Put that on your band page. Don't save that for your personal page. Like, bring people over to your band page by doing that. Yeah, they want. They want. There has to be. It has to be a cool hang. And right. If, and, if, and so, listen. If you're just posting about your gigs and you're just posting about buying your record, mm-hmm. then question: How does that get you into growth? Right. Like, that and this is something, you know that I think people struggle with because they see big names. Like, I looked at Casey Musgrave's Facebook page earlier today because she just announced some shows. And what Casey Musgrave does (laughs) is very different than what you should be doing. She just posts, like, her video. That's 
her new singles video and it says view it now the new video right. or she's got pictures of her you know on stage with whoever she's on stage with and then maybe not even a caption of any sort it's just the photo and she's gonna get you know a million likes or whatever it is because she's famous right so, now well let's let's go down that road for a second <clears throat> so what Lexi's answering is is you're you're inevitably looking at some of your icons, some of the people that you like, the bigger artists that yeah. have brand names and they're famous, and the way that they got into growth mm-hmm. was through radio and through television and through touring, right? Mm-hmm. That's how they got in front of new eyeballs and were able to to let the art and the artists do their thing and and captivate some new people and, and bring them into the tribe, right? I will say this though, and I just thought of this when you were saying that is that this is a perfect example of how the record labels don't get it. Right. Because what she's doing on digital marketing, the way what you just described that she's doing on digital marketing, is not getting her into growth digitally. Right. Right? So I've always said this, like, you know, when we say that, um, uh, and I tap this all the time, it's a generalization, but every single one of our artists, if they've been with us for longer than six months, has a bigger footprint, a bigger engaged audience than any major label act that isn't famous. Yeah. Because the labels look at social media as a barometer, some sort of measurement tool for how well they're making their artists famous on TV and radio. Right. And that it, it and that's expressed in the form of how many followers they have on social media. But they're not using social media to get them into growth, mm-hmm. which they could very well be doing, especially when you are got the budget to be on radio and TV. Totally. Right? Yeah. Like, they're missing that boat. So, guys, so 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 check out what Lexi's about to say here because this is super huge. Like, even you, even though you see that with all your favorite artists and you see them saying, check this out and on sale, here's my new video, watch it now, and blah, blah, blah. That's not, that's, they're getting into growth in other areas, but they could also be doing that digitally and they're not. Those, don't fool yourself, those posts are not getting them into growth. They're only for people who are already aware of them as an artist. Yeah, and when you um, already have that level of an audience, um, maybe you're not looking at digital marketing in the same way, which, as Johnny is saying, like that's a mistake because in in the modern world that we live in, <laughs> I can get whatever I want on my phone. I was looking for a new gardener. Guess where I got it? On an app on my phone. Oh. So everything that you can possibly find a passion for or find a need for, you've got in the palm of your hand, right? So maybe you're not ever listening to the radio. Maybe you're not ever going about these other realms to find new music. You found your crew. You found the music you like. You don't need new music. So be entertaining, be funny, be unique, be interesting in all these different ways that attracts people to your music through these other elements of you. Because that's, by the way, that's the only way it's going to work digitally. Yeah. If you had a million followers, which you don't, but if you had a million followers on Instagram, and let's say that somehow you could get all those million followers to listen to your song, right? Still wouldn't work. Because you have to hear the song more than once. And they're only going to listen to it once, and then they're going to go on to something that... By the way, you'll never get them all to listen to it once, right? No. But do you see how the plan that you have right now, that digital isn't radio? Yeah. So what do they do? Well, make sure that you're 
following these little tips and tricks. <laughs> but I think also, I just wanted to say this also. Like, I think a lot of artists want to emulate their heroes. Yep. That's normal. That's that's the way that you find your own craft because you, you see what you like and you take this blend and mixture and become your own. So I can understand how you fall into these, well, this is what, you know... So and so did it. Yeah. yeah, this is what Casey Musgraves did it. I love Casey Musgraves, so, so it must be okay. I should do what she, but you know, their their marketing tactics maybe are not working in the same way for um, what you're trying to do because you're an indie artist. You're not a big giant record name with all these, you know, thousands of dollars backing you so that people can use your Facebook page as a barometer. Use it as a tool. Don't use it as a barometer. That's not yeah, help and, you. And, yeah, and, and so in other words, there is the the content that you put on there has to be about relevant and personal to them, to people. And God bless you if you can figure out a way to make it shareable. Right. That gets you into growth. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I was going to say is like make sure you've got shareable content. Um, a lot of the time, people put quotes up on their pages, which I think is awesome. I just want to encourage you when you're thinking about a quote, don't just say like, well, I like Jimi Hendrix and Jimi Hendrix said this, so I'm going to post it. Like think of things that you would read and say, heck yeah, and click share. So one of the things I saw today that I thought, oh my gosh, like I just love this so much is it's somebody made this quote post that said, I raised my daughter to know that she can do anything in the world except take out her hair bow. It's cute and it needs to stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a Southern mama right there. A little kid with a hair bow the size of Texas, right? Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> I didn't even have hair until I was two years old, so my mom used to duct tape my bow to my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, there so, you go. I mean, so so you may think that quotes are played out because you see them a lot, but I'll bet you if you if you're honest with yourself, there's a day that you can think of where you were shooting through and you saw a quote and then you read it and it meant something to you. Yeah. Right? So, so, uh... Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And and you want to make sure that these are quotes that are consonant with your brand. Right. You know? Yeah. 
So another thing that you want to share is um, ways to get to know your audience. So this means posting questions. Ask them, you know, what was their first concert? What's their favorite place to go on vacation? What's a memory they have about a dirt road? You know, these kinds of things. When you get to know your audience, it benefits you in so many ways. One of the ways it benefits you is it's about your audience. It's not about you. But the other way it benefits you is you get this gauge of like, what does my audience like to do? What does my audience not like to do? What are they responding to? What are they interested in? And then once you know that, it makes it easier for you to get to know them even better because you already have a jumping off point. And not for nothing, it makes it easier to target new people. Right. Because you know, like, you know what, for whatever reason, I wasn't expecting this, but all all these people in my tribe, you know, like... Kittens. Kittens, yeah. So I'm going (laughs) to, you know, I can reach new people who like kittens and some of them are going to, you know... I'm a heavy metal guitar god, but my audience loves kittens. Who who would have thunk? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go there. (laughs) Well, okay, okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so another thing that you want to make sure that you're posting before you try and sell things is social proof. So we've talked about this in the past. Basically what that is, is articles that might have been written about you and your band or your music or a single coming out, um, pictures from shows, anything that That show that you have an audience. Right. So anything that shows that you are an active musician if that makes sense yeah and so so and be intelligent about this right if i see one more band or one more artist put up a picture of them playing a club and there's nobody in front of the stage what's the point yeah Yeah, like you're not that's not social proof you got a gig and nobody's there it's almost the opposite of social proof you're proving that nobody cares right Mm -hmm. so uh i'll give you an instance like the other day um we went and saw nick hickman down at um uh, blake shelton's new club old Old Red. red It's a Tuesday night, so Nick goes on. Nick's fantastic front man. Yeah. And we were there right when he was still setting up, and he starts going. And it took a little while for the crowd to warm up, right? And but I think about a half hour in that set, he had a whole bunch of people out on the dance floor. It's a Tuesday night, so it's not like uh, Broadway packed. Yeah. Like on the weekend, but I want to take some pictures, so I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. For that crowd, because I know he's going to do that, right? He's going to get them. He's going to he's going to get them motivated, which is exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And then I'm taking pictures, but where am I taking pictures from? Like I'm trying to go out into the crowd. It might be a little packed over on this side of the dance floor, and it's a little lighter on this side. I'm going to go into the pack and take a shot through the crowd mm-hmm. of Nick, right? Showing that there's people there, and then we can tag the club. Hey, thanks for having us out, and and do something like that. But it's that like. You need to show that people are there. And if you have content on your feed that is just you, and we talked about this before, if you go to Daredevil Production uh, Facebook page and go down, scroll down the videos and scroll over and look at any of the Jacob Cade videos that are on there. You know, there's a video section where all the videos we've ever posted are on there, right? And it's towards the top. So go click there and go watch some of those Jacob Cade videos. And pay attention to what you're looking at. Jacob Cade is an incredibly energetic artist and is fascinating to watch. It would be easy to think that you just put a camera on him on the stage and let him do his thing and that would be fascinating. But that doesn't work digitally. Turn the camera sideways mm-hmm. and we we specifically... Ch- I mean, I have footage from a couple different tours that he's done now. Some of the tours were a little lighter on the crowds than we wanted, mm-hmm. but there's a couple shows that were packed and those are the shows that we use the footage from and it shows him doing his thing and more importantly, it shows 3,500 people looking up at him like, holy crap. Right. 
That's social proof, right? And social proof, guys, you know what another word for social proof is? The mob mentality. Social proof is the reason that highly educated people, uh, you know, presumably from probably uh, uh, upper crust backgrounds who spent a lot of money to go to um, universities like Berkeley, all of a sudden, who would never punch somebody in the face for having a wrong opinion or having a differing opinion than they do on politics and who would never (laughs) who would never throw a chair through a a, a window of a private business and go and steal some crap out of there but why do they do it as a crowd they do it because they feel like it's okay because they saw somebody else do it and Mm -hmm. everybody else is doing it and that is just that's a tribal thing we're wired up to be like that you can use that to your advantage when you're posting so just you want you want to be presented in the best light and you want people to be looking like hey man if there's 20 people there get them up to the front of the stage and take a picture take it the right angle and it looks like it's packed if you are um, in the beginning stages of your music journey and maybe you don't have gigs that people are regularly coming to because you're just starting out Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that you can do is if even if it's your buddy nobody needs to know it's your buddy but if somebody takes a picture of you during it and posts it on their social media and you reshare it as like oh thanks man for this cool pic like love when I get to see my fans I know you know or you know that I see their name all the time on my page is you know all that kind of stuff if you make it look like you had somebody that was such a huge fan that they had to share that they were at your show and yeah. you share it that's pretty cool and then also it's going to encourage people to want to take more pictures of you at your next show because they want to be the superstar that's right that's right so um, so there you go guys uh, what you want to do is you want to be posting content at least three pieces of content that are valuable to them, mm-hmm. the, the user, even if they don't know you from a can of paint, okay? Right. Your music, your performance, not really valuable to them. Unless you're doing a cover song that they might like, mm-hmm. right? That could be interesting, an interesting twist on a cover or something. But otherwise, your music has no value to somebody who doesn't know you. You've got to understand that and, and post something that they can actually consume, that they can like, and then they're going to get to know you better. Then you come in with the call to action. Go to yeah. iTunes, download this free song, come out and see our show. Yeah. Uh, the, the, it's got to be a cool place to hang. Think about how you consume Facebook and Instagram. I mean, if you just go to somebody's page that you don't know, how much time do you spend on another artist's page that you've never heard of looking at their freaking content if it's just about them? Yeah. You don't. <laughs> you know, you really don't. Even if it's one of your very <laughs> best friends. Yeah, you would only really like it if it showed up on your. Think about think about going to a party and uh, you meet somebody for the first time and all they do is talk about themselves. Ugh, the worst. Right, we've all been in that situation. So, are you that person online? Unless you are Jesus or George Strait, ask me a freaking question. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, listen. Hey, uh, this kind of strategy. This is stuff we do all day long, and we're available for consultation. Reach out to us at info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Once again, info at daredevilproduction.com. In the subject line, put consultation and take an hour. We can look at everything that you're doing and give you some customized strategies, some customized guidance on here's what you can do to get into growth and to, and to use 
the, the, so, the reach, the amazing reach that you have on social media to reach people and actually connect with people who are going to be predisposed to liking your kind of music. That's the trick. Um, make it happen now. Schedule your appointment today. It, yes, it costs money, but it's worth it. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an education. It's not a lot of money, believe me. And what it, it's, it's, it's going to be worth it. So It's a lot cheaper than college, and you'll learn a lot more. Take oh, my goodness sakes. Right? There you go. All right, guys. So uh, we'll see you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.